Good morning, listeners. Happy St. Stephen's Day if you're listening and uh, welcome along to the 2023 Tip FM Sports Review. My name is Paul Carroll and for the next hour we're going to be looking back at everything that happened in Tipperary in the world of sports. We're going to be going month through month looking at what happened in each month and we're also going to be hearing some of our best moments uh, from the year in terms of commentary and on-air sporting moments here on Tip FM. So you'll be hearing from highlights of Tipperary versus Clare in the Munster Championship, Tip versus Cork. We'll be hearing uh, bits of the St. Michael's FAI Junior Cup Final, Nina Ormond in their Munster Senior Cup Final, and uh, things like that, including uh, the best moments from the county championship. So plenty to uh, sit back and relax and listen to over the next hour as we try to uh, look back on the season that was and the year that was 2023 in Tipperary Sports. So let's go all the way back to January now, the start of the year, and see what happened there. So January began with the news that Ben Healy would be leaving Munster to join Edinburgh, whilst Bursa Kane darts player Dylan Slevin secured his PDC tour card to become a professional darts player. There was an under-19C All-Ireland basketball title for Nina CBS, whilst Liam Cahill's first win as tip manager came in the Munster Hurling League against Clare in Nina. The Premier would go on to the Munster Hurling League final in January, where they would let a late lead slip and against Cork in Parky Rin. On the football side of things, David Powers' men got off to a poor start in the league, losing captain Connor Sweeney to a knee injury for the season against Down. Clonmel boxer Shauna O'Keefe was named the Sports Star of the Month for January after she won the Elite 63kgs National Championship. Moving on to February now, and February saw Cashel Community School defeat Thurla CBS in front of over 7,000 people in Semple Stadium win the school's first ever Harty Cup title. Let's hear some of that game. Welcome along listeners to Semple Stadium for a big day for Tipperary Hurling. It's the first ever all Tipperary Harty Cup final. Paul Carroll here on commentary with Tipperary minor hurling manager James Woodlock beside me and James we've a massive crowd here in Semple Stadium and just what an occasion this is for the players, the families and all the clubs involved as well. Yeah Paul, you know it's history being made and uh, when you look out there huge colour. So here we go, 10 points to 9. Cashel Community School in the lead but Thurla CBS in possession of the ball now here's Bill Flanagan just took his eye off the ball as it came into his hands and it drops to the ground now ball on the ground in the middle of the field but it's one now and here's Robbie Stapleton he might have a shot to level it Stapleton for Thurlis Stapleton nails it it's three points in a row for Thurla CBS and it's a draw game 10 points apiece 55 minutes gone what a score that was by Robbie Stapleton yeah especially for a player that had been out of the game you, you know probably all day but when it popped up did he take in a brilliant score you know Brendan Ryan, the manager, is looking on for Cashel and it bounces back towards uh, Kieran Byrne who just gets hooked but it bounces back towards Jero O'Dwyer. O'Dwyer needs to break a few tackles and he hand passes Brilliant. it brilliantly forward towards Dave McGrath. McGrath now off his left-hand side. McGrath out near the sideline on the 45. McGrath, the umpires like it. It's gone over the bar and over the bar it goes by David McGrath, his first score of the game. What a score that was and it's a one-point lead now for Cashel. Yeah, one-point lead but what a brilliant vision by uh, Jero O'Dwyer. O'Dwyer. He has been a man mountain today. He's been absolutely outstanding all day as to be fair Jim Ryan on the other side of the field and we're going to have three more minutes three minutes of additional time but Thurlis now have the chance to level the game they have a free right on the 65 and about two yards in from the sideline on the far side of the field and this is going to be huge now Tommy Maher is really taking his time to come over it's right underneath the stand a full stand there on that far side 7,283 people here what a day this is for Tipperary Hurling and a Tipperary school will lift this hearty cup but it's going to be Tommy Maher now taking this free the captain huge pressure on this one he's been jeered at by the Cashel crowd 
and the Thurlis crowd have their hands over their eyes as they're watching this one. 60 minutes, 12 seconds gone. Tommy Maher out near the sideline, in towards the town end. Here he goes. He strikes it. He drives the ball, drives and through the ball. It looks like it's accurate. You could tell straight away. Over the bar. What a score that is. That's a captain score. And it's 11 points apiece, James. Yeah, and that's a huge free, you know, Ron. Connolly be kicking himself, you know. He's after giving away the last couple of frees, you know. So, vitally important now. Cashel needs something here, and, and they need it quick. Adam Daly now tries to go cross-field towards Ben Curvin. Curvin now in possession of this ball on the 65. Gets it forward to Aina Ormond. Aina Ormond, if he has the pace, he's on a solo run now. He's up as far as 30 yards out. He strikes. Is it going to go over the bar? Yes, it yeah, does it? by Aina Ormond. What a score that was. But was. What a ball across, Paul. You know, what a ball by Adam Daly. You know, a pressurised game. Two minutes left. He still managed to do the right thing with the ball. Put him across, put him into space. And Aina Ormond did really well. And we're waiting for the full-time whistle, and there it is. It's Cashel Community School are the Hardy Cup champions for the first time ever. They've beaten Thurless CBS 12 points to 11. There is a pitch invasion here in Semple Stadium. What a day this is for Cashel Community School. And what an occasion that was down in Semple Stadium, seeing Cashel Community School uh, lift their first ever Harty Cup title. Elsewhere, though, in February, Tipperary defeated Kilkenny and Nolan Park in the National Hurling League for the first time since 2008, but unfortunately would lose Paddy Cadell and Cahill Barrett to injury, whilst a week later the sides would meet in the Dylan Quirk Foundation game in Semple Stadium. Meanwhile, John Bubbles O'Dwyer announced his retirement from inter-county hurling in February, whilst Tipperary mourned the loss of legend Mick Burns, who passed away this month. Away from Gaelic Games, there was a tip 1-2 in the national 200-metre indoor women's final, with Charlene Mosley winning ahead of Katie Bergen, whilst our Rovers were crowned NTNDL Premier Division champions. Cashel Community School were named the February Sports Stars of the Month. March began with Jake Morris scoring three goals against Waterford to see Tipperary earn a spot in the league semi-final, where they would eventually lose by six points to Limerick, whilst Abbey CBS would lose out to St. Joseph's Donamore in the All-Ireland Senior B Schools football final. Rachel Blackmore won the Mayor's Hurdle at Cheltenham in Honeysuckle's final race, whilst the Tip Ladies footballers narrowly missed out on a Division 2 league final, while it was announced Ashley Maloney, Anna Rose Kendi and Neve Martin would all be moving to Australia to join the AFLW. Elsewhere in March, Brian Gleeson won the Sports Star of the Month award as he helped Ireland to the under-20 Grand Slam in a man-of-the-match performance against England. The county was also shocked in March at the sudden passing of former Tip football manager Liam Kearns, whilst the Tip footballers were relegated from Division 3 of the National League. March also treated us to a hugely entertaining game of rugby, though, as Nina Ormond took on Young Munster in Thoman Park in the Munster Senior Cup final. Welcome along to Thoman Park, a very special occasion here. Nina Ormond taking on Young Munster in the Munster Senior Cup final. And Nina now just underneath the post, and it's a cross-field kick by Derek Harkin, and there's acres of space on that far side. Yeah. It's caught, and it's a try for Nina Ormond. The perfect start for Nina Ormond. Let's see what Young Munster do. Another line-out, and it's almost stolen in the air by Nina Ormond, but now it's a maul, and it's a powerful maul, and a Young Munster over the line, and it is a try for Young Munster straight from the line-out. Seven points playing five. Young Munster in the lead, but Nina Ormond are right on the line here in this first half. Almost over. Are they over? They're just there. Nicky Irwin swings it out to Cork. 
Corcoran. Corcoran out to Josh Rowland. Can he get one more pass out? He swings it back in towards John Healy. John Healy's on the line. He's over the line. It's a try. It's a try for Nee Norman. And it's a second try of the game for Nee Norman. And it is the lead for Nee Norman. For the final couple of minutes that are left in this half. And if we could get another score before halftime, before halftime, it would be fantastic. Oh, and it could be a try for John Healy. He's running the line. It's over the line. It's a try for Nee Norman. What a play that was. You can hear the reaction of the crowd around us. It was a line out for Nee Norman on the five metre line. And instead of throwing it into the pack, it was thrown short to John Hayes, who had made a run into the front of the lineout. He took it perfectly and barged in over the line. It's 15 points to 10. It's another try for Nee Norman. The underdogs in this Munster Senior Cup final have a seven-point lead. It's half-time here in Pullman Park. It's Nee Norman 17, Young Munster 10. Lineout now to Nee Norman. That's been won in the air by Kevin O'Flaherty. And now here's John Hayes bursting onto this ball now. And Nicky Irwin has it inside the 10-meter line. And it could be a breakaway. Here it's a breakaway for Nee Norman. It's Patrick Scully's inside. Gives it off to Nicky Irwin. Nicky Irwin goes for the line. Can he get it over? It's over the line. It's a try for Nee Norman. What a way to start the second half. It is Nicky Irwin who gets it. Young Munster pushing forward again with this. And they've been awarded finally a penalty try. And it's a penalty try to Young Munster. Nina Ormond, 24 points. Young Munster, 17. We have about 10 minutes to go here in Pullman Park. Really well defended by Nina Ormond on the line. Nina Ormond with just brilliant defending here now. And another great tackle and it's eventually put down. And it is a try for Young Munster. And they're two points down now. There's hands on heads in the Nina Ormond side of the field. This would level the game. 24 points apiece. He takes a step back. The Nina Ormond crowd pressure the kick. But what a kick that is. He splits the uprights. And that is the equaliser there. Young Munster inside their own 22, but they go to run it. And this ball is on the breakdown. Looks like John Hayes has his hands on that. And it is a penalty to Nee Norman. It's John Hayes who got in over that ball, won the penalty. And now what do Nee Norman do? No, they're going to go for the post. Connor O'Brien, the poor throw man, is just on the field. And he's going to have a chance to what could be the winning score of this Munster Senior Challenge Cup. Six or seven yards in from the sideline and about five yards outside the 22. As he kicks this one, it looks like it's on its way. Is it going to hold the line? It hits the post. I don't believe it. It looked like it was going to go over the bar. It hit the post. Dean Armand are just tackling on their line now. As young Munster now, barring a mistake, will surely get a chance to win this game. Oh, and it's almost an interception. It's almost an interception by Davy Gleeson. But the ball was just knocked forward. The referee said it was intentionally knocked forward. And instead now, it's going to be a shot at the posts. And this is going to be a penalty now to win the game for young Munster. This is to win the Munster Senior Challenge Cup. It is Connor Hayes now taking a one final look at the post here as he looks over his left shoulder. He's going to be kicking this with his right boot. He kicks it high and he kicks it accurately. And he kicks it between the posts. And there goes the full-time whistle, and it's victory for young Munster. They've beaten Nina Ormond. Ah, such a shame that Nina Ormond were beaten that night in Thoman Park, but what an occasion nonetheless for Nina Ormond. Munster Senior Cup final against young Munster. Just unfortunate not to get the job done on the day. Now moving on to April, the tip senior footballers defeated Waterford to earn their first win of the season in the Munster quarterfinal, but will go on to lose to Kerry in the semi-final down in Killarney. Fergal Horgan also announced his retirement from inter-county refereeing in the month. Kickboxer Liam Devaney was named Sports Star of the Month in April following a European K1 title victory. 
Whilst Neen Ormond lost the playoffs to a late Blackrock try. Elsewhere in Gaelic games, the tip under-20 footballers year ended with defeat to Clare. Whilst the minor hurlers lost to Limerick ended their chances of progression. And unfortunately, rally driver Craig Breen lost his life in an accident in this month. On air in April, listeners were treated to an exciting game of soccer as St. Michael's took on Newmarket Celtic in the FAI Junior Cup final. Let's take a listen to some of that game now. Welcome listeners to Jackman Park here in Limerick for the FAI Junior Cup Final St. Michael's of Tipperary Town taking on Newmarket Celtic of Clare Paul Carroll here on commentary with Barry Ryan alongside me we've seen some big chances at either end in the last couple of minutes and one of the danger men is Owen Hayes and he's coming through and he's been fouled and it could be a penalty and it is a penalty and it's going to be a penalty now for Newmarket Celtic, a huge chance for the Clare side to take the lead. Because I thought it was a penalty. It was soft and it was sloppy, but it was a penalty. He, he so here we go. Left-footed strike going to come in from Harvey Cullinan from the penalty spot. He goes low and he goes right and it's into the bottom corner. 1-0 to Newmarket Celtic. It's come from the penalty spot. Yeah, 11 minutes gone here in the second half. But it's St. Michael's now with a corner. Al-Kai now looking to swing this ball in again. It's another dangerous ball to a good position. The header is there and it's into the back of the net. It's into the back of the net. It was a header it got blocked it fell to one of the St. Michael's players and it's been flicked into the top of the net from close range I believe it's uh, yeah David Slattery's got the goal Breen's got another free header in the six yard box it's deflected across the Slattery and he scored it was it Owen Hayes and Owen Hayes plays a lovely scoot ball into the middle of the field that's been left back for Owen Hayes and he's been fouled but luckily enough it was just about two Breen yards Breen is going to be gone Breen is going to, two going yards. to go down to ten men here St. Michael's and that is a second yellow and a red card for Paul Breen ball in over the top for Ed O'Dwyer Ed O'Dwyer could be in one on one Ed O'Dwyer in it was oh it's gone across the face of the goals I thought that was into the back of the net I think you could see the reaction of the bench the subs everybody came out for St. Michael's I think everybody all in Jackman Park thought that was in here we go Dave McCarthy FAI Junior Cup final has this free kick and the last kick of the game strikes a goal oh, it's hit the post it's hit the post it got a little touch off someone in the wall it's hit the post and the referee has blown full time St. Michael's and Newmarket Celtic could not be separated after 110 minutes here in Jackman Park and we are going to have a penalty shootout to decide this one here we go Mackay steps up Mackay goes low and in off the post it goes and that is 1-0 to St. Michael's join Mackay it's Higgins versus Cusack Higgins goes bottom left and he sticks it into the bottom left corner let's see now as uh, Shane Ryan steps forward and looks like he's going to be taking this with his left foot he goes and the keeper dives the right way and it's saved by the goalkeeper and it's the first miss of this penalty shootout so here we go Higgins versus Walsh and Higgins scores and it's 3-2 now to Newmarket and all the pressure is on St. Michael's now as it looks like it is Ashley Kelleher who's going to step up now number 15 he's going to come up to take this Kelleher shoots and confidently puts it into the back of the net a great penalty taken 4-3 and all the pressure now is on number 11 Russell Quirk for St. Michael's if this doesn't go in then Newmarket Celtic are the champions here going to be taking this with his right boot he steps forward and he just slots it past the goalkeeper if this goes in Newmarket are the FAI Junior Cup champions it needs to be stopped or saved or missed if St. Michael's are to stay in this game Stephen Kelly steps forward takes it and it's into the back of the net and Newmarket Celtic for the first time ever have won the FAI Junior Cup final it is heartbreak for for St. Michael's they've been beaten here on penalties 5-4
Oh, that was a heartbreaking loss there for St. Michael's in the FAI Junior Cup final, losing out on penalties to Newmarket Celtic. That was back in April. And while it wasn't to be for St. Michael's, the Tipperary senior hurlers gave supporters plenty to cheer for in Ennis, as Liam Cowell's men put five past Clare to start the Munster Senior Hurling Championship. Let's relive that special occasion right now. So here we go, just down in front of us to our right-hand side, it's Jason Ford wearing number seven today, taking this sideline ball, the yellow slater's flying towards the edge of the square, it's dangerously, and there's it to the back of the net, it didn't touch anyone, it was going in as far as John McGrath who was on the edge of the square, John McGrath didn't get a touch on it, the goalkeeper was left wrong-footed, and into the back of the net it goes, it's a goal for Tipperary, and it's a goal for Jason Ford. We could see that happening Paul, we could see it going into the net, and it was a mix-up between Connor Cleary let it off, and the goalie was unsure, straight to the corner of the net. Here we go, Eamon Foodie now. The goalkeeper for Clare plays a sharp puck out, out to his left-hand side to his cornerback, Paul Flanagan, who plays the ball back to him. A bit of messing going on here from Clare. And uh, Jake Morris taking on the goalkeeper. Yes. He's taking a lot of steps, yes. and it's been overturned. If Jake Morris can get this ball in his possession, it could be a goal for Tipperary, and it is a goal for Tipperary. It's a goal for Jake Morris. It's an absolute mess up at the back from Clare. Eamon Foodie, the goalkeeper, making his championship debut, coming out with the ball. Brian Lowen is now one bit happy down beneath us. The ball was played to the cornerback, Paul Flanagan, from the sharp puck out. Flanagan played it back to the goalkeeper Eamon Foodie and he must have thought there was no temporary man inside the 45 he just took all day on the ball all of a sudden Jake Morris is on top of him overturns him and Morris rolls it into an empty that's net that's the modern day game goalies are under pressure to give the right ball straight away the puck out is played short and it's lost now and it's a one on one for Jake Morris if he wants a point he might take it but I think Jake Morris wants a goal Jake Morris is in on goal and it's into the back of the net the Nina Road club man has done it again and into the back of the net it goes from Jake Morris another absolute mess up at the back for Clare the puck out went short to the wing back position it was overturned the ball was flicked forward Jake Morris had a one on one but he was about 30 yards from goal it was one of those ones he'll surely just pop this over the bar and take a point instead he threw the dummy beat his man and drilled it low past Eamon Foodie it's three goals Ken you said we get four but you might have to up that yet <laughs> Clear management need to make changes they're under huge pressure in the full back line they're creaking and all departments No McGrath McGrath now has to break a couple of tackles right in the middle of the field and then play a lovely ball that's going to one bounce into the hand of Jake Morris. Jake Morris is going to turn his man now and he's bearing down on goal. Is Jake Morris. Jake Morris from Nina. He's in on goal. He's seemed dragged to the ground. Penalty. It surely has to be a penalty. Now, I can tell you something, Ken. These two teams played each other in January inside Nina and the Munster Hurling League and Jason Ford had two penalties that day. One saved by Eamon Foodie and the other one was into the back of the net. So this is a take three, I suppose, of Ford versus Foodie, part three. Here we go. This time it's championship. This time it's Cusick. Park and here we go. Jason Ford rises, strikes back at the net from the Silver Mines man. And Paul, this, his is, second this goal. is championship, Paul. This is championship, <laughs> and back at the net it goes from Jason Ford. On comes Shawnee Ryan onto the field, his debut. Another quick electric player. And let's see, can he get on the ball here with 10 minutes to go? 27 and a half minutes gone, almost 28. Ball played now towards Jason Ford. It breaks off him and it could break towards Mark Hill. Mark Hill bearing down on goal. Mark Hill gives a hand pass off to Sean Ryan. He's just on the field and it's into the back of the net. Sean Ryan's first touch in Munster Championship hurling is putting the ball past Damon Foodie and getting Tipperary's fifth goal of the game. What an introduction to Championship hurling, Ken. And credit to the two substitutes, Mark Hill. Brilliant run. That's his 14. Full time, full time in Cusick Park. Tipperary have beaten Clare in Cusick Park in the round one of the Munster Senior Hurling Championship. Five goals for Tipperary. Oh, what a memorable day that was back in April in Cusick Park and Ennis. Tipperary putting five past Clare to get their first win of the Munster Senior Hurling Championship. So that concludes the first four months of the year. We're up to the end of April now. So we're going to take a quick ad break and we'll continue our 2023 Tip FM Sports Review after these.
And you're welcome back to part two of the 2023 Tip FM Sports Review with myself, Paul Carroll, as I look back on all the highlights of the Tipperary sporting year of 2023. Now we're up as far as May and May saw the sports star of the month, Amy Lee Murphy-Crow, help the Ireland women's sevens team to qualification for the Paris Olympic Games, whilst Peak Villa captured the TSDL Premier Division title after a nil-all draw against St. Michael's in Cook Park. Elsewhere in the month, CTI Clonmel captured the All-Ireland Junior C basketball title, whilst Dermot Barron scored a try as Munster defeated the Stormers in the URC final. A busy month of action also saw the Munster Hurling Championship heat up, as Tipperary and Cork played out a classic in the sun in Parky Cueve. That's intercepted on the Tipperary 65 and Cork are coming in their ways and Tipperary are very open at the back and Cork are inside the 14. Declan Dalton's in on goal and it's a goal for Cork and it's a goal for Declan Dalton. It was actually Garola Connor breaks a number of tackles, gives it off now and now it's brilliant hand passing from Tipperary. Gives it off to Alan Tynan, Tynan on his left hand side from the 45, Alan Tynan splits the post. What a score from Tipperary, can they work that through the hands brilliantly and a brilliant score from Alan Tynan from just inside the 45, off his left, 12 points playing 1-4 tip in the lead. Yeah, some brilliant teamwork there. Ready to go now eventually is Ronan Maher. Strikes this ball in a kind of a mishit line ball and now it breaks to Robbie O'Flynn and Robbie O'Flynn could be in. Robbie O'Flynn's on the 21. He's bearing down on the temporary goals. He's taking a lot of steps. He flicks it into the back of the net. A goal for Cork and a goal for Robbie O'Flynn and it's come just before half time. 34 minutes gone. Last moment of the first half. 2-6 for Cork. 14 points for Tipperary. Statham hand pass the forward towards Noel McGrath. Here's Noel McGrath now. Throws up a lovely dummy. Now he might give off a hand pass. And he could have Grodo O'Connor through on goal. Grodo O'Connor inside the 14. He's surely been fouled. No, he's not. He plays the ball backwards. He's under a lot of pressure. Shoots it towards the goals. It's a goal for Tipperary. A goal for Grodo O'Connor. It looked like the chance had gone. It looked like he might have taken a couple of steps. But he's put it into the back of the net from the 14. And it's been won there. The break has been won by Mark Hill. He's coming out the field. He's looking for the hand pass. Gives it off to Alan Tynan. <laughs> Another dummy by Alan Tynan. Hits it towards the post. Is it accurate though is it accurate though is it accurate though it's over the bar from Alan Tynan it's a fourth score it's almost a signature move at this stage 63 minutes gone ball landing on the Tipperary 21 up with the hand it's been caught by Shami Harndy it's a goal transfer Cork here's Conor Lahan. it's a square ball is it no it's a goal it's a goal for Darren Fitzgibbon but the umpires is calling them in it could be a square ball of course we've only seen it once I couldn't tell you with any sort of conviction but the referee is coming, coming in to have a word with the umpires they're going to have a tough decision to make but the green flag has been waved and it is a goal for Darif. It's given. It's a goal for Cork. Man, looks like Cork have won this ball. Shoulder comes in. Hand pass goes off to Tim O'Mahony. You can hear the roar. He's up to the 65. O'Mahony shoots at the post. O'Mahony splits the post. A huge score for Cork. It's a back to a one-point game. And Porky Cueve has erupted. They've come to life here. 64 and a half minutes gone. Tip with a one-point lead. 64 and a half minutes gone. And Ken Tipper under the cosh now. Yeah, big time, huge pressure on tape at this stage. To speak of, he's taking a few steps back from the ball, steps into it, he's going to be hitting it with his left side. The Cork crowd like it, the Cork crowd love it, it's over the bar. What a score from Declan Dalton, he's got 1-2, and the sides are levelling Porky Cueve. 66 minutes gone, 318 for Cork. 123 for Tipperary. The scoreboard reads 317 for Cork, I should say. 123 for Tipperary. Poke out goes long. Breaks off Jake Morris. It's won by Dan McCormick. McCormick gives the hand pass in to Mark Kill. Mark Kill's down one on one with the goalkeeper. Mark Kill for Tipperary. Goal! Yes. Goal for Tipperary. A 
a goal for Mark Keogh. He's got 1-4 off the bench. And just when you thought Cork were coming back and going to win this game, Mark Keogh buries it into the back of the net. What a ball played through to him. He was in one-on-one from 35 yards out, and he buried it. He might have taken a lot of steps as well, but Robbie O'Flynn got away with it in the first half, and Mark Keogh might have just gotten away with it now. It's over on that far side, targeting Alan Tyne, and Tynan goes up with the hand, it breaks, and it's been won there once again by Mark Hill. gives a hand pass off now to Seamus Kendi. Kendi from the 45 central position, hits it towards the post, hits it over the bar, Seamus Kendi, third point of the game, puts three between the sides, 68 minutes gone. And here comes the substitution for Cork. Off goes number 15, Shamie Harnady. On comes number 23, Brian Hayes. Brian Hayes scored a goal for, for Cork against Tipperary in the Munster Hurling League final. Let's hope he doesn't score another one today. The D towards Tim O'Mahony. The ball's on the ground. O'Mahony wins it. Gives a hand pass off to Shane Kingston. It's a big goal chance here for Cork. Kingston's one-on-one. And it's a goal for Cork. Kingston plays it across the edge of the square and it's been tapped into the back of the net. The Tipperary crowd think it's a square ball again, but instead it's been hit into the back of the net by the man who's just on the field, Brian Hayes. Five minutes of additional time. Five more minutes to play as the clock ticks. 70 minutes, seven seconds. Barry Hogan has the ball in his hand, ready to take this puck out. He goes long. He's targeting Alan Tynan once again, and it's caught out of the air by Alan Tynan. Alan Tynan wins it on the 45. He's going on a solo run. Alan Tynan's still going. Alan Tynan gives the hand pass across to Seamus Callanan. Oh, it's blocked by the goalkeeper. Blocked by Patrick Collins. But Seamus Callanan is back on onto the ball again. Seamus Callanan looks for the post. He strikes it, looks for the point, and he's got a point. Seamus Callanan has got the point to put Tipperary ahead. What a run, though, from Alan Tynan. Cut the ball on the 45. Give the hand pass off, and it was a brilliant stop by Patrick Collins. But now the ball's down the other end of the field, and it's a sideline to Cork inside the Tipperary 45, right down beneath us. Shane Kingston's going to take a quick play to Connor Lahan in the middle of the field. Lahan runs into Enda Heffernan. Lahan runs into trouble, gives it off to Shane Kingston. Kingston looking for the leveler. Over the bar it goes. Barry Hogan is incensed. He thinks it's wide, but that is the leveler from Shane Kingston. What a game of hurling we're witnessing in Parky Cueve. Unbelievable stuff. Referee is blown full time, 4.19 to 2.25. It is a draw game in Porky Cueve after an absolutely exhilarating game of hurling. Oh, such fond memories of that day down in Porky Cueve. Finished in a draw, but just such a special occasion. The sun beaming down on a packed out Porky Cueve for a Munster, game, Munster Hurling Championship game between Tip and Cork. It really doesn't get much better than that. And uh, very much looking forward to uh, the Munster Championship in 2024. But after that thriller on the lee side, Liam Cannell's men welcomed All-Ireland Champions Limerick to Semple Stadium in May in what would be another enthralling Munster Championship game. Let's pick up on our on-air commentary as the game went down the stretch. Breaking ball has been won now and it's oh. going to be a chance for Tom Morrissey to put Limerick in the lead. Morrissey off his left-hand side. Morrissey from 50 yards out. Morrissey puts it over the bar and Limerick are in the lead. 74 minutes gone. The crowd are erupting here in Semple Stadium. Limerick are in the lead. The poke out goes long but it looks like we're going to have a substitution. And it's going to be a substitution for Tipperary. Off comes Noel McGrath and on comes his brother John McGrath. John McGrath is on the field now. 74 and a half minutes gone. Tipperary 24 points. Limerick 25. Ken, this puck out is huge. Huge. Reese Shelley down to our right hand side now. Ball in his hand. There's a green flare at the back of the town end. Reese Shelley now finds a lovely ball towards Brian O'Mara. O'Mara goes up with one hand, controls it. Now plays it across to Ronan Mara. Ronan Mara needs to get rid of this ball, and he does. Looks to find Mark Kyo. Mark Kyo lets the ball go over his head. And it's just been one there, and it's going to be a line ball, and it's going to be given out to Limerick. Not too sure about that. It was a 50-50 ball. Liam Cahill has ran 60 yards up the line 
to have a word. And now uh, down on the ground there is uh, one of the Tipperary men. It looks like uh, Brian McGrath got a shoulder from Aaron Galan. And it's going to be a line ball out for Limerick, Ken. We yeah, have line ball out. 75 minutes, 10 seconds gone here in Semple Stadium. I would expect to be 77, played at least. So it's going to be substitutions. A, a line ball out now for Limerick. Just about a yard or two outside their own 45. It looks like Darrow Donovan is going to take it. 75 and a half minutes gone of a minimum at least six minutes of additional time. The ball breaks now towards Seamus Kendi in the middle of the field. Hand pass goes forward now towards number 24. Is that a foul? The referee doesn't want to give a free. It looked like it was going to be a free. And now it is going to be a free in for Tipperary. But who takes the free now, Ken? This is the free that Jake Morris is hanging around here. It's a free from just halfway between the 45 and the 65 central position. We've played 75 minutes, 50 seconds. Looks like Jake Morris. They're talking about it. They're chatting about it. Who He's is the going to take form. this free? Callan not coming out to take it. It looks like it is going to be Jake Morris is going to have the chance to level things up. As the foul there was committed on John McGrath, he won the free. It looked like he'd been fouled earlier. The ball dropped to the ground, a ruck formed, and then the free was won there as uh, the ball has been hit away ball now. away. Very unsporting by Limerick if the referee had seen and that. A red card for Liam Cahill. Liam Cahill has received a red card so whatever he said to the referee he was incensed about that line ball that was given so Liam Cal has been given a red card so interesting to see what happens now as this free is going to be taken it looks take like your time Jake take your time John McGrath still taking responsibility is he it looks like John McGrath is going to be the one to take it I think Jake is carrying an injury but the referee would definitely have brought the ball up 10 yards at least yeah if he had seen what Limerick had done with the ball good so man John there's a lot of pushing and shoving going on so the free is going to be taken by John McGrath I look down, look down to my left hand side 77 minutes gone jeers go out around Semple Stadium as John McGrath gets ready to take this as the lineman is telling him to go back ah uh, come on go man. back an inch or two says the lineman now John Kiley's saying the watch the watch but John the ref hasn't blown the whistle yet but here we go John McGrath halfway between the 45 and 65 to level the game hitting into the climbing end he hits it high he Man, hits John. it over the bar John McGrath levels things up a big score for John McGrath he missed the free in Parky Cueve he scored one here it's a tie game 25 minutes 25 points apiece the referee has blown the final whistle I couldn't tell you what that means in terms of uh, in terms of permutations but Ken it's been a sensational game Tipperary have drawn with the All-Ireland Champions 25 points apiece try and sum that one up for me yeah what a game 25 all nothing could separate the two teams brilliant performance from Tipperary some game that was in Semple Stadium and uh, John McGrath coming up with the big free late on there to get the draw for Tipperary. Uh, Tip, unfortunately, though, would suffer a frustrating defeat to Waterford to end the round-robin stage of the Munster Championship and miss out on the Munster final t- to end the month of May. We'll move on to June now and the sixth month of the year started off with Tip recording a first-ever win in the Talton Cup, beating Waterford in Porky Cueve in what would be David Power's last game as manager before stepping down. Feathertown Park officially opened its doors in June and Tipperary powered seven goals past Offaly, scoring 7.38 in the highest scoring game ever in the All-Ireland Championship, winning 7.38-3.18. However, the Premier's season would come to an end at the hands of Galway in the Gaelic grounds, with Tip losing 120-118 in the All-Ireland quarter-final in a game that will be remembered for the shot-stopping of Rhys Shelley. 
Away from Gaelic Games, Sam Bennett was dropped from the Bora Hansgrohe squad for the Tour de France, whilst Brian Gleeson continued his sensational year, scoring a try for Ireland against Australia in the Under-20 World Cup. Hammer thrower Sean Mokler alongside Sports Star of the Month Charlene Maudsley helped Team Ireland to promotion from Division 3 of the European Team Championships in June. Moving on to July now, and athletics took centre stage once again in July, as Sports Star of the Month Katie Bergen won the national 200-metre senior title, whilst Charlene Maudsley was victorious in the 400-metre final, and Sean Mokler won the men's hammer throw for a third year running. In Gaelic Games, Tipperary defeated Antrim to earn a senior Camogie semi-final spot, where they would agonisingly lose to Watford by a point in Nolan Park. However, the junior side would qualify for an All-Ireland final with a 10-point semi-final win over Roscommon. Dara Egan and Wexford parted ways after two years in July, whilst the Tip Ladies footballers retained their senior status in the most dramatic fashion after winning a free-taking competition against Waterford. That was after the sides finished level after extra time in their relegation playoff game. The club championships got underway in July, with reigning champions Killer One defeated by Tumivara in the first round of the Senior Hurling Championship. In August, Ballina announced themselves on the senior football stage with a 6-11 to 3-13 win over Ardfinnan. The tip junior camogie side lost out to Clare in the All-Ireland Junior Camogie Final, while Sports Star of the Month Charlene Maudsley helped Ireland to the mixed and women's 4x400-metre relay world finals, whilst also running a PB in the women's 400-metre heats. Tipperary's Ben Healy was named to the Scottish World Cup squad in August, whilst Bursley's Brendan Maher supplied one of the most memorable moments of the year against Kiladangan in Nina. A 10-point Bursley lead at halftime. I don't think anyone coming to McDonough Park here today could have predicted that, but that is how this first half has played. Occurrence there. It looks like is that Brendan Maher just down with the helmet off yeah. uh, just as he ran out onto the field, so not sure what his issue is. So a strange kind of start to the second half. This ball hasn't been thrown in, but uh, off goes Brendan Maher. And he Bursley led by 10 at half time, but 20 minutes into the second half, it is now 121 apiece. An overturn by Dan O'Mara. He hits a high shot. It's looping towards the crossbar, and it's landed on top of the net from Dan O'Mara. A sensational score, and Kiladangan are in the lead for the first time. Bang on 50 minutes, and it came from Dan O'Mara. And I think even at this stage, I think it's a goal or nothing for Bursley if they're going to win the game. I know they might play three or four minutes. I just can't see him getting three scores to win it. Or three, three points to win it. And he goes long in towards the corner, trying to get it towards Dan McCormick. Dan McCormick has it now. He's coming in at the corner. He's a lot of men to beat, though. Can he get a shot on goal? Plays it back to Brendan Maher. Brendan Maher's shot at goals. And it's into the back it's of the net. incredible goal. Brendan Maher into the top corner. What a goal from Versailles. It came from Dan McCormick. Running down from the corner. Hand pass to the cross. The edge of the 21 where Brendan Maher was there. And he stuck it into the top corner. Incredible game here. And now it's Versailles in the lead. A minute and 45 seconds into injury time. 2.23 for Versailles. 1.23. Five for Kiladangan. Uh, it's right or over stuff. You couldn't write it. He went off it just coming out for the second half. Came back on like Lazarus, and he's after getting a goal for the ages right into that top corner. Kiladangan are now shell shocked, but Brendan Mayer, you know, he's up there as one of our greatest ever. And that's full time. Bursley have beaten Kiladangan in one of the most sensational games here in Nina. 125 for Kiladangan, 223. For Bursley, unbelievable win. One of just the wildest games of the year that was in Nina between Bursley and Kiladangan. And I don't think anyone who was there in McDonough Park that day uh, will forget what they saw when Brendan Maher burst the back of the net there uh, for that winning goal. So that was in August. And moving on to September now, another Tipperary athlete qualified for the Olympics. 
This time it was Clonmel Rower and Sports Star of the Month winner Dara Lynch, who alongside his teammate Philip Doyle reached the world finals of the men's double skulls. In rugby, Ben Healy scored 27 points against Romania for Scotland at the Rugby World Cup and Brian Gleeson debuted for Munster against the Barbarians. There was also success in September for Killinall Greyhound trainer Jennifer O'Donnell, who won back-to-back Irish Greyhound derbies, this time with the other Kobe. The county championships reached the last four, whilst Ashley Maloney announced herself on the AFLW stage with a hat-trick for the Geelong Cats. Charlene Mosley ended a sensational season with a 51.09 second PB in Zagreb, whilst Paddy Maher announced he would be stepping away from the Tipperary management team. Also in September, Seamus Callan announced his retirement from inter-county hurling, leaving us with some special memories. From his own 45-metre line, putting the pressure there on Jerry O'Grady. It breaks between Grady and Butler, breaks on here, but it Seamus Callan, and Callan coming in, looking for the goal! And he's crossed it into the back of the net! Wonderful goal by Seamus Callan! What a time to score your first ever goal in championship hurling. It comes in the 27th minute. Really got behind this. Great catch again. It's Cameron and go for a hat trick. There it is. Cameron Tipperary beats Cameron Galway. And the Tipperary fans rejoice. What a performance. He scored three eight in the qualifier last year. He's three seven today. Yeah, it's an unbelievable, brilliant play. First of all, by Brendan Mara. What a catch by Seamus Callan. And look at him in this form. He'd probably be on. Here towards Seamus Callan doesn't get to it initially, but he does now. Joey Holden chases, but he's been chasing the shadow of Seamus Callan all through this game. A real tour of the force, one of the great performances of all time from a full forward in an All-Ireland hurling final. He's contributed 13 points of Tipperary score. Look at the scoreline, 228 to 220. Yeah, 220 is a great score, but 228, and look at the scores. Uh, Seamus Callan, nine points from playing out for Seamus Callan. Absolutely unstoppable today, he's had a brilliant brilliant. Don't have as many back as perhaps they could have. A temporary one gold, and Seamus Calvin is in around the back. Is this a number four? It's a magnificent seven goals in seven successive games for Seamus Calvin. Wexford were caught up the field. Five out from the goals. Strikes this one up the field now, and it's a broken inside, and it's gathered in there by Jason Ford. Jason Ford works this ball on again onto John McGrath. John McGrath there, the ball breaks free onto Callan. Yes! yes, it's in the back of the net. Jamie Callan has scored a goal for Tipperary to put us three up here on the start of the second half in the All Ireland final. The ball broke free. Great play from Tip from down the field. It was worked all the way up. Three, four players, and the ball got to the right man at the right time Jamie Callan just hung outside the square waited the ball broke out to him let fly in it back of the net James what a start to the second half lights on here on Colbert but that man Jamie Callan you know the big drumming in it's, it's hard to put into words it's just the best feeling ever it means so much to us you know on here and oh come on Luke Lascale Tawn Ahasorn currently McCarthy Gagaka her son Fern Tiburon very much one of the all-time Tipperary greats there, Seamus Callan announced his retirement back in September. So that brings us up to the end of September now in our 2023 Tip FM Sports Review. We're going to take a quick ad break and we will finish reviewing the year that was 2023 after these.
And you're very welcome back to the third and final part of the 2023 Tip FM Sports Review with myself, Paul Carroll. We're up to October now and October is the month for county finals and there was plenty of drama across the number of codes and divisions in Tipperary, including this monster point from Willie Connors that brought the county senior hurling final to a replay. And David Sweeney cuts it out in front of Aidan McCormick. Out comes Sweeney now. He's looking for a hand pass. Gets it off to Willie Connors. Willie Connors might have a goal here. He's on his own, inside his own 65. He strikes his slung and over the bar from Willie Connors. What a score from Willie Connors to level things up inside his own 65. And that is it for a fourth year in a row. It cannot be settled in 60 minutes. We're going to have a replay of the county final. It's ended a draw in what has been a hugely entertaining game. 119 for Kiladangan, 22 points for Thurles Sarsfield. Willie Connors with that monster point to bring that drawn game to a replay in the County Senior Hurling Championship final. And the replay was just as exciting with a Sean Hayes goal proving the key score as Kiladangan won their second ever Danbreen title. Alan Flynn now looking to drop this ball in long towards Billy Seymour. Up with the hand goes Seymour. Could break him behind him towards Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes just can't get the touch into his hands. He ends up kicking it back out the field. Decky McGrath is going to have a chance. Decky McGrath with a brilliant ball towards Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes with one man to beat. Sean Hayes is going to go for goal! Sean Hayes has got the goal! Sean Hayes has scored a goal from outside the 14 into the bottom corner to give Kiladangan a three-point lead. Three and a half minutes to go. What a score it was. He missed two goal chances in the first half. It's third time lucky for Sean Hayes. A massive score in the context of this game. And now it's Sarsfields who are going to be asked to go again. Ken, a huge goal for Sean Hayes there. Could have popped it over the bar if he wanted to. Outside the 14. Drives it low. Right into the corner. Probably took Paddy McCormick a bit by surprise. But now Kiladang and lead by three. 56 and a half minutes gone. So in McCormick now. He's at 25 yards from goal. You better put it over quickly. <laughs> yeah, we're he's taking got, now 60, 62 minutes, 56 seconds gone. It looks like Aidan McCormick is just going to put this ball over the bar and Some make Kildang it a one-point game. Some Kildang man has got his put his hand up for the puck out now. Some Kildang man has got to put his hand up for this puck out. Over the bar it goes now. It's a one-point game. Torres will try to win this ball. Keep rolling. Maher will be trying to win the ball. Kildang need to get bodies up the field now to try and win this ball because a lot of them have retreated back. They lead by a point. 63 minutes, 20 seconds gone. Kildang Langener, 60 seconds or so away from maybe a second ever Dan Breen Championship and the man who lifted their first ever Paul Finn has won this ball, gets it back now towards Ty Galler, composed play by Ty gets it off to David Sweeney, David Sweeney gets a hand pass forward towards Billy oh. Seymour, Billy Seymour almost blocked down, it's going to drop into the Deeper hands of Paddy McCormick, will the referee allow one more play, Sarsfield's down by one and what a ball that is to Ronan Maher Ronan Maher with a chance to level the county final it's heading towards the town end, Ronan no. Maher wide wide it goes That's is it. that going to be the last puck of the game Ronan Maher had the chance we're waiting for the full time whistle I think this is going to be it Barry's going to take his time anyway Barry Hogan ready to campaigner. take this puck out John McCormick says hurry up we're waiting for the whistle now as he strikes it and that's it, Kiladangan have won the replay, Kiladangan have won the 2023 County Senior Hurling Final. They've done it in the most dramatic of circumstances, they've won it by a point in the replay, lost last year's replay, came all the way back to the final this year, and the scenes on the field, there's a full pitch invasion here, wild scenes here, as Kiladangan have won their second ever County Senior Hurling Final, they've beaten... Perla Sarsfields 121 to 120.
Yeah, massive scenes there as Killadangan got over the line against Harla Sarsfields to win their second ever at Dan Breen title. This was in October. Also in October, Borhalahan Duala were crowned the county intermediate hurling champions. That was despite a 14-point performance from Golden's Jack Leamy. Whilst this late, Mikey O'Brien point took Harla Sarsfields into a replay with Lura in the Seamus O'Reen final. Ryan of Thurles, he's going to be under pressure striking this ball, he just has to get rid of it it goes high and long and dangles towards Massey McCormick, it's broken off him Michael Cowell trying to win one last ball and it's been won by Michael O'Brien, he's going to shoot for the post, it's high, it's hanging in the air and it's over the bar from Michael O'Brien, 1-2 off the bench and he's levelled the game here in Nina, it looks like we're going to be going to extra time, what a score from Michael O'Brien What a monster, a monster of a score on the 65 against the wind the ball is out again. Is he going to give him one more chance? Brian Hogan, for all the way on his own cornerback position. It's gone long. It's going to land on the words edge of the square and it's landed into the hands of goalkeeper Kevin Bracken. And it's gone full time. It's gone full time. We have a draw game here. Yeah, what a score that was for Mikey O'Brien. That took the uh, Seamus O'Reen final to a replay. Laura would win the replay, securing a second straight promotion. Whilst the Drum won a 5th County Senior Camogie title in the month of October and Clonmel Commercials secured their 21st County Senior Football title, scoring six goals against J.K. Brackens in that final. Grange Moakler, Ballyneal and Aherlow played out a dramatic draw in the Intermediate Football Final and Irish Under-19 Soccer International Maeve Russell was the sports star of the month. Moving on to November and a very busy November saw Nina CBS win their first ever Dean Ryan Cup title en route to being named Sports Stars of the Month. Two red cards cost Killadangan as they lost in the Munster semi-final to Clanlara, whilst Clanmel Commercials, Balna Hinch, Laura, Sean Tracy's all crashed out of the Munster Championships, whilst Drummond Inch and Shannon Rovers both lost Munster Camogie finals. Grange Mokler Ballyneal won the replay against Aherlow to earn senior football status, whilst Dermot Barron captained Munster for the first time, and Bursacane's Dylan Slevin qualified for the PDC World Darts Championship. Also in November, Karen Kennedy and Caught Devan named in the All Star team, whilst Gene Kelly received a Soaring Stars award, and Niall O'Mara announced his retirement from intercounty hurling. Ball breaking inside now. Niall O'Mara in there, gathered. Niall O'Mara plays it out to Jason Ford. Back again. Niall O'Mara coming through the middle. Niall O'Mara goes for goal. Yes! yes! It's in the back of the net. A brilliant finish by the Kerouan McDonough striker. Came in, got that ball and fired it home into the back of the net at the Davin stand. And Sheedy roars. Tip roar. We're back in business here. We're yeah, and a huge loss to Tipperary. Niall O'Mara will be going forward, but a great servant to the county nonetheless. And we wish him all the best in his inter-county retirement. So that brings us on now to December. And in this month, Orlo Dwyer won her second AFLW title with the Brisbane Lions after a grand final win over Neve Martin's North Melbourne Kangaroos, whilst Ashley McCarthy completed her move from the West Coast Eagles to the Fremantle Dockers. Elsewhere, Karen Kennedy was named Tip Senior Camogie Captain and was also named Munster Camogie Player of the Year in December, whilst Declan Brown was inducted to the Munster GEA Hall of Fame. The year ended with Dylan Slevin making his PDC World Darts Championship debut in a defeat to Florian Hempel in the Alexandra Palace, whilst Jimmy Minogue was named the new Tipperary GEA County Board Chairman. Boxer Sean O'Keefe defeated Vaida Masio kite in her pro boxing debut, and Nina Ormond defeated Cashel to end the first half of the AIL season with nine wins from nine. Also in December, JP McManus donated €1 million Euro to every county board, seeing around €7,000 Euro go to every club in Tipperary. 
So that pretty much brings us to the end of 2023 and what a year it was. So many big moments there that we've went through over the last hour. But that is pretty much all we've got for this sports review. It was a great year here for sport on Tip FM. We had 73 live games on air over the year and we hope to have just as much, if not more, in 2024 to bring to you listeners uh, at home or wherever you're listening to. Uh, sport is a big part of what we do here in the locality of Tipperary and that should always be represented on Tip FM in our sports coverage. And with 73 live games uh, in 2023, let's uh, hope we have just as much excitement in all the games we cover in 2024. So a big thanks to everyone who's helped with the coverage of sport in Tipperary uh, in 2023. Everyone here in Tip FM, all our analysts and pundits and uh, people who've put themselves forward for interviews and things like that. It all helps with just the promotion of sport here in Tipperary. And uh, a good successful year for 2023. But uh, let's hope for a bit more silverware in 2024. So that's going to finish up our 2023 sports review. If you're listening to this on St. Stephen's Day uh, and you're just get, maybe getting the tail end of it, you can listen back on uh, Monday, New Year's Day, Monday the 1st. It's going to be played out at 6 p.m on that Monday the 1st of January so if you want to listen back to the show you can do so then so that's pretty much it thanks for listening have a very good New Year's and uh, from myself Paul Carroll it's bye for now